We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. We've got there. It's the end of the week. It's March 10th. It's 2023. We have a six-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast, joined by my buddy, Christy Metzger, Creighton 12. Christy, out there qualifying for everything. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, Stevie. Um, great to see you. Say, so, yeah, huge congrats on your NASCAR material and content. I know I was reading about another millionaire winner on DK. So just awesome stuff. Just really cool stuff. So I just wanted to congratulate you that and give a good, good shout out there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's been a <laughs> very strong start to the season. Um, yes. You you like you just want it to keep going. Yep. And you know that variance is going to catch you at some point, but you just want it to keep going. So, um, I mean, I'm pumped for this weekend, this weekend's race. Um, I'm not excited to like work all day on my birthday tomorrow, but it's just birthday. another day, right? So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's been a stellar start to the season. So, thank you. Uh, good to see you as well. Uh, always, always enjoy having you on the podcast and chat some hoops. We got baseball season around right the corner. I know. You get excited for that. So, yeah, I yep. mean, it's a great time for sports right now. It really is. Probably my favorite time of the year. You've got March Madness coming up here. Baseball, like you said, basketball, Masters, NASCAR, your birthday tomorrow. Just a good time of the year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm listen, I'm pumped. We got what the players going on right now. I was watching some of it earlier. Um, at just in my backyard, pretty much. It's right That's down the road. I think it's like an hour from here. So. Um, one of my favorite courses, uh, definitely the favorite course I've ever played. I don't know what? if it's my favorite course I've ever been to, but it's definitely the favorite course I've ever played. Uh, that was an honor. That was a ton of fun. So yeah, that was, that was, that was a while ago, man. It was a long time ago. It was with Noto. 
it was with Noto and uh, Dan Bach. We had a blast. So, oh, that's that awesome. Long time ago. We got some hoops to talk about here today. It's a another nice little six gamer. I am a huge fan of six game slates, so very pumped for that. If you're hanging out on YouTube on Thursday night, what's up, YouTube? Hope you're having a fantastic day. Let's jump right in. We got Atlanta at Washington, 238 and a half total. The highest total we have on the board, first game of the night. That's always a lot of fun. On the Atlanta side, no real injuries. On the Washington side, no real injuries. So, I mean, everyone as of the night before is good to go. We'll start with the Hawks. What are your thoughts here on Atlanta? Yeah, so for Atlanta, um, we just saw this game played yesterday. Um, so, you know, you've got Trey Young, you've got DeJounte Murray. Um, I think they're always viable, always good good plays, of course. Um, I probably have more interest in Trey Young. He had a big game um, against the Wizards. I think he had almost 55 DK points. So I think he makes a, a really fine tournament option. Um, and, and DeJounte Murray, too. Um, I think you can throw him in the mix um, for tournaments as well. Um, DeAndre Hunter, um, has done pretty decent as of late. Um, maybe more of a last piece for me. Um, but he's been playing fairly solid. Um, didn't have the greatest a game last outing, but, um, for me, probably the most interest on Trey Young, not as much interest in like Clint Capella, um, really no interest in John Collins either. He hasn't done much, even though his price has really come down on DK. Um, so for me, probably Trey Young is, is the guy I have the most interest in. Yeah, Capella battled some foul trouble the other night against Washington. Ended up only playing like 25 minutes. He should have played more, but he didn't. So I'm just kind of lukewarm on him. His minutes are just all over the place right now. Um, nothing that you can really trust. And like Sneak Bay had a terrible game the other night. And like they just, even in a bad game, they took all his minutes away. So I think trusting anybody from Atlanta is super tough right now. Um, you mentioned John Collins. His minutes have just gone away. Yep. So, I mean, I think you're looking at Trey Young or DeJounte Murray. Um, yep. or, or you mentioned DeAndre Hunter. I don't hate that. At 5K on a six-game okay. slate. We'll see what value opens up throughout the day. But I, I don't mind Hunter. But, yeah, it's it's probably DeJounte at the discount. But Trey Young still has the ceiling to break the slate. So, he's definitely in the conversation. He's 9,300 now, too. It's not like... He's 10-5 or even over 10K. I don't know if he's been – I think it was like way early in the season when he was over 10K, but fair price tag on Trey Young. Going to the Washington side, Porzingis had a field day the other night. He yeah. had a field day. He shot 77% from the field. He scored 43 actual points. Had some fouls, but it didn't matter. Um, almost 60 fantasy points for Porzingis. I think a lot of people – are going to look at that. And I think a lot of people are going to overlook Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal had a stellar game the other night as well. When these two guys are playing well, this team is going to be very tough to beat. Um, Kuzma had a good game. When all three of them are going playing well, they're going to be very tough to beat. Um, and they lost that game. So there you go. So what are your thoughts here on the Wizards? Yeah, you're exactly right. Porzingis had a fantastic game. And I think he always makes a great tournament play. He's just 9,100. So good price point. Um, you know, getting someone like Porzingis and then Trey Young or Murray on the other side, I think is great. And a 238 total. Um, I, I like that. Kyle Kuzma, you know, really a good mid-range play. Um, put up big points the other night, too. So like you said, when those guys play well, they're going to do well. Um, Bradley Beal is probably 
like you said, could go overlooked, but he's at a great price point too. So I think Porzingis, Kuzma, Beal, all great plays. Um, Morris is back. He didn't have, um, he didn't end up starting last game out. They still started DeLon Wright. Um, DeLon Wright had 32 minutes again last outing. Um, don't have as much interest probably in those guys with Morris back. Um, and really Gafford is just trending in the wrong direction. So no interest there. So for me, just kind of like you mentioned, you know, just Porzingis, Kuzma, and Beal, I think are great tournament plays. And then getting some exposure on the Atlanta side, I think that's a that's a great tournament option in such a high totaled game. Yeah, I mean, this is a definite game stack type of game. A lot of studs that you want to play in this game. Um, on the on the Washington side, like no real value that I like. I mean, Wright is okay, but like his price is kind of where it should be. Um, Denny's minutes are kind of all over the place. So, I think if you're looking at Washington and Atlanta, you're you're kind of just going for the studs in this game hoping they do their thing and moving on from there. Um, that's kind of where I'm at with this one. I think we're going to have some value in other spots on the slate, and I don't necessarily need to worry about value in uh, this game. So Exactly. All right, moving on. we got Portland at Philadelphia taking on the 76ers. 229.5 total here. 76ers a nine-point favorite in this one as far as the injury report here night before. Nothing for Philadelphia. Simons is questionable. Um, and Winslow is out for Portland. We'll go Portland first. What are your thoughts here on Portland? Yeah, so for Portland, I mean, you, you just have to have interest in Lillard. Um, I mean, he's just having an amazing year. You know, I was just looking at some of his stats um, before, you know, we kind of started the show. You know, he's third in scoring, um, second in three-pointers attempted third and three pointers made fourth and field goals attempted. So, I mean, he's just having a great year. And so I, I just think anytime you have, you're, you're talking tournaments, even cash games, Lillard is in the conversation. Um, Nurkic is now back, but with Nurkic and Simons out before, I mean, he was at a 40% usage rate, um, but I still have interest in him. Like you said, Simon's still questionable. Um, Nurkic was back, played only 17 minutes in the, in his first game back. So I like Lillard, um, Cam Reddish, and, uh, you know, he's been playing um, obviously a bigger role since he's been moved into this team. So I think he's I think he's an OK play, too. He's kind of priced in that mid tier. So I certainly don't mind getting Cam Reddish in there. Matisse Thibault, um didn't have a good outing last game, but he's, you know, he's priced in the 4K. So um, I think I think that's fine. You could use him as a as a kind of a cheap value piece if you needed to. Jeremy Grant's a little bit more expensive um, than I'd like. So, you know, probably for me, Lillard, and then maybe maybe some Cam Reddish. And if needed to, you could throw some Matisse Thibel in there too. Yeah, Lillard is usage rate. just, it's nutty right now. Insane. I mean, yeah, it's just absolutely like in, insane. Even the other night with Nurkic back, still 38% usage. That's 38% usage or more in four of the last five games for Lillard. So, Assuming that Simon sits again, I, I like Lillard. If Simon's comes back, I, I could definitely see staying away from Lillard here. Um, I also don't like Cam Reddish as much if Simon's comes back. I think that, you know, Simon's potentially takes a little bit of a hit if hmm? Reddish or Reddish takes a little bit of a hit if Simon's comes back. Um, I would assume they start Thibel over Reddish in that scenario, but we'll have to kind of see. Um, I would assume, but yeah, we'll see. Maybe he gets more usage with the second unit. 
I don't think I want to pay 4300 for Thibel. Um <laughs> Revenge, right? Um, yeah. For people that are into that kind of thing. But I think the price might actually be at the point where I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> Philadelphia, and I don't want to play Nurkic. I want to see Nurkic get like a 30 minute game. They're very I careful with his Yeah, they're very careful with his minutes already. So I think Nurkic is a guy I need. I really need Nurkic to have like a 26 to 30 minute game before I have interest in him. So especially in a tough matchup against Joel Embiid. Um, going to the Philadelphia side, you know, Portland has been a team all season that has really struggled against bigs. Um, I mean, Embiid has the uh, ability to absolutely smash in this spot. James Harden, though, um, over 50 fantasy points in four of his last five. Very, very interesting in this spot. He's 10-3 now. Like, his price has gone up. I don't think anybody's playing um, James Harden today. So don't hate him for large field tournaments, but I really like the matchup for Joel Embiid. Um, He should have a really stellar game here, assuming that he's good to go and everyone's playing full minutes. I couldn't agree more. I, you know, Embiid has just been having an amazing year too, like you said, and has a great matchup against Portland where they struggle against the bigs. So yeah, I think he's one of the better tournament plays on the slate for sure. And like you said, Harden too. Yeah. You don't want to overlook him. Um, I'm guessing he's going to come in at pretty low ownership just because he is over that 10 K price point at 10.3. Um, so I think he is great. Like you said, he's, Last three games, he's been over 50 fantasy points. He had almost 70 fantasy points against Milwaukee the other night. So I like those two guys a lot. Um, you know, it really takes some of the other guys out of the equation. I mean, we, we were able to play like Maxi and Melton and some of those guys the other night um, when Harden was out and such. But for me, I just think Harden and Embiid are two guys to look at for tournaments for sure. All right. Same page there. We got Cleveland at Miami again. Um 213 and a half total here. Cavs, a one and a half point favorite. Uh, Cleveland side, nobody. Miami side, Kyle Lowry's out. So, I mean, we just had this game the other night. It was 104 to 100. Um, I'm going to say the same thing I said the other night. We have two of the best defenses, we have two of the slowest paced teams. We have two of the bottom, the bottom two teams allowed fantasy points allowed. Like, I didn't like anything the other night in this game. Um, <laughs> Butler had a solid game, like nothing to like break the slate type of game. But overall, I just there's nothing in this game that I'm like, I have to play, um, especially like when we're looking at these guys and their prices. Um, I'm just not going to play anybody from this game again. I, I couldn't agree more. It's funny as I'm looking at it, too. Like you said, you've got two of the slowest teams in the NBA play in. Um, we just saw um, saw a repeat of this the other night. Um, both have, yeah, they're just, Miami's ranked 28th in pace, but fifth defensive rating. Um, I guess you could maybe throw Jimmy Butler in there for a tournament only because he gets up for these types of games, you know, and um, in tougher matchups and things like that. But that's a stretch for me don't have any interest in anyone really on the Cleveland side either. So, so I'm with you. It's really, it's really hard pressed to find any, anybody on this, in this game environment that you really want to get in your lineups. Yeah. I mean, nothing. I I really just, I got nothing. Uh, You're (laughs) going to find better value in other spots, spend up options and better spots. Like I don't want a game that scored 204 points. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
nothing. I got nothing. Brooklyn at Minnesota. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go talk about this game. Um, There wasn't a total out. FanDuel has a 230 Minnesota minus five total out for this game. Brooklyn's on the second end of a back-to-back. Um, Noel is out and Carl Anthony Towns is out for Minnesota. So, I mean, Brooklyn, it sounded like Dinwiddie was just rest purposes and he'll be yeah. back. Um, I really do think like Claxton is super questionable. If not like on the doubtful side, he has a sprained. I think it was a thumb. Um, Cam Johnson, I think it was like rest purposes for him. And then Ben Simmons, uh, what is it? Eight or nine straight games. He's been out. So I don't think we can count on him, but I do think that, I do think that Dinwiddie and Cam Johnson come back for this game. We talked about this on the podcast yesterday. Um, a situation where, hey, we probably are not going to win the first game on the front end, so let's try to win the second game. Let's talk Brooklyn. Um, I mean, if Dinwiddie plays, this is a fantastic spot for him. So I have a ton of interest in him if he's in there, assuming that he plays. After that, I mean, it, it kind of is tough. Um what are your thoughts here on the Nets? Yeah, I, yeah, I think we're a lot on the same page tonight. Um, I, I think Dinwiddie, like you said, I think he was out just for rest purposes. I think he is a really great tournament play. Um, Mikel Bridges, you know, he really has taken on a prominent scoring role um, coming over from Phoenix, but he's priced up there too. Um, so I think for tournaments, you know, you certainly could take a look there. But I, I do like the Dinwiddie call a lot. You know, if Claxton's out, um, we saw Noel enter, Dylan's Noel enter the starting lineup tonight. Um, there might be some value there with Dayron Sharp, Nerlens Noel. Um, wait to see what happens there. Um, Cam J- Johnson is priced, um, I think he's 6K now. Um, so he's okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm kind of like you. I do think Dinwiddie makes a really interesting tournament option. Um, and, I, and I don't think he'll carry a ton of ownership at that 70, 7.3. Um, K price tag. So I think that's uh, I think that's a good call there. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. I don't expect Nerlens Noel to play a lot. I mean, what did he he played? I think it was 15, play much tonight. 18 minutes or something. Yep. Uh they played Sharp a lot more, and he's yep. the guy that I think you're taking shots on. If Claxton's out, I think Sharp is the guy that plays 25 plus minutes. He played 30 minutes against milwaukee on thursday night scored 25 fantasy points 25 fantasy points at 3k is stellar so yes it is um so a ton of interest in sharp assuming that claxton's out again um i mean they could play really small in this game like both teams have the ability to go super small in this game but i still think rudy gobert is going to get his minutes where he plays 30 minutes so they're going to need somebody 
to play against him. So I would assume it would be Sharp or Noel after what we saw last night. I think it's going to be Noel or not Noel, Sharp. Sharp, yep. Um, yeah, I mean, tournament-wise, Dinwiddie Bridges, if Jam- if Cam Johnson comes back, all these guys are, are tournament flyers here. Um, nice matchup. Yes. Minnesota side, you know, going to the flip side of that conversation as far as big men, like they really don't have anybody to match up with Rudy Gobert. He's a very low usage guy, and it's not someone that I typically want to play in DFS. Definitely don't mind him in this matchup. I think someone like even like Mike Conley or Kyle Anderson is very playable in this spot. Don't love the price tags, but again, like we can't be as picky as we are on bigger slates. This is a six game slate. It's a little bit different than a 12 gamer. I completely agree. I, I, I think like you said, Mike Conley, I mean, he just fits better um, into this Minnesota rotation than Russell did. And, you know, yeah, I think he's a fine play. I mean, he's kind of right in that price point where, um, let's see, he's 50, was he 5,700? Kyle Anderson, like you said, is 5.8K. Um, so I think those are both fine. Um, on the Minnesota side, you know, always have interest in Anthony Edwards. I just, you know, he, with no Russell in this lineup and with Cat out, he's sporting a 34.3% usage rate, um, just great tournament upside. Um, and someone that I have interest in, you know, pretty much any time he plays. So, yeah, kind of Anthony Edwards. And I think, like you said, Conley and Anderson are really nice filler pieces in that in that midsection that are a little bit tougher to fill out tonight. And we just watched Brooke Lopez, for what it's worth, on Thursday. And I think he had eight or nine blocks against this team. That's so true. yeah. Good point. Rudy Gobert could have a field day today. Um, so, I mean, I, I do think that, I think Gobert is interesting. He's 7K. This is one of the cheapest price tags we've had him since like middle of February. Yep. So I could see Rudy Gobert having a ceiling game here against Brooklyn, especially if Claxton sits again. So just want to throw that out there. That that gem, since I just saw him on Twitter, I'm not going to claim that one. <laughs> Denver at San Antonio. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah, 234 and a half to 236, and then Nuggets minus 12 and a half. Made sure I was looking at that right. Um, Denver side, Kankara is questionable. San Antonio side, Birch is out, but that's really it. Um, any interest here in Denver? You know, for Denver, I mean, Jokic is always in the conversation for tournaments. Um, and I also have interest in Jamal Murray. I mean, he's really um, come out strong here um, the last few games as well. And he, you know, he's 7.6K. So I think he makes a really great tournament tournament play. Um, he definitely has the upside. He's had, you know, in three out of the four last games, he's had, you know, 40, close to 50 fantasy points. Um, so I, I like him for tournaments a lot. And Jokic again. At 11.7K, I mean, 
you'll probably have more people going to Embiid, but Jokic has has great upside too. So those are the two guys I probably have the most interest in um, on the Denver side. Yeah, if this game stays close, like these these two guys just smash here. Um, I mean, it's good matchups for like Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. as well. And like that worries me a little bit about Jokic's just overall ceiling. Like we really just haven't seen him not like, recently have a blow up game. Like he crushed in the Clippers game. I think he had like 40, 17, and 10. But we really haven't seen that usage here recently um, outside of that game. So with a good matchup for Gordon and a good matchup for Michael Porter Jr., good matchup for Jamal Murray, um, I just worry about Jokic like hitting that ceiling. I think I save the money and go to like Jamal Murray instead. Maybe even take some shots on like Michael Porter Jr. at 5,700. He's like the king of having like really good first halves and falling apart in the second half or just not showing up. So if he can put together a whole game, we could see him have a really solid one. On the San Antonio side, they're the worst team in the NBA um, to try to figure out and try to play players from. Um, the minutes are all over the place. They're actively trying to lose games. Um, I mean, if I'm playing anybody, it's probably Zach Collins, but I don't think you have to play anybody in this spot for San Antonio unless you just want to flip a coin and say, hey, I'm going to try to get this this guy right today. Uh, good luck with that, though, because this team is just really hard to figure out. I couldn't agree more. And, and, and you've got Kelvin Jan- or Johnson back. You've got Vassal back. Um, Sohan, I think, is supposed to be back. He's probable. Yeah, good luck figuring out the pieces. It's really tough. They're all priced pretty similarly. So I just, yeah, I don't have a ton of interest. Like you said, probably the most interest is Zach Collins. You know, I think he's still, you know, should, should get his minutes. And, you know, he's still at a decent price point. So I think that's fine. But, yeah, the Spurs are just just a mess right now. And, and you know, on the defensive side, just have the absolute worst defense um, in the NBA right now. So, yeah, not a ton of interest on the San Antonio side, unless there happened to be some guys out. Not saying much. <laughs> You're like, oh, San Antonio, yeah. No, no, it's so hard to play this team. The rotations, they, their rotations just make no sense whatsoever. And that kind of goes back to like that, how good that Atlanta-Washington game is just in general. Like we're five games through a six-game slate and we're like, Atlanta-Washington game is juicy. It's juicy. <laughs> All right, Toronto at LA. This is a standalone game. You know, this is a two-and-a-half-hour break between this game and the Denver-San Antonio, uh, the 8 o'clock game. So standalone game, 224-and-a-half total. Lakers, a one-point favorite. Night before injury report has Mo Bamba's out. Anthony Davis is probable. LeBron is out. D'Angelo Russell is probable. On the Toronto side... Um, Otto Porter Jr. is out and Will Barton is probable. Not that he's playing much lately. So standalone game, Toronto side, you're you know, you're always worried about like someone to get a scratch late and not really have anybody to pivot for. So make sure you're using your guard forward utility spots to give yourself as much wiggle room as possible. What are your thoughts here on the Raptors? Yeah, on the Raptors side, um, for me. Um, I've been playing a lot of Fred Van Bleet this year. Um, you know, he's 8.3 K. I think he's, you know, just gets a ton of usage. Um, someone that I really like, and I think he's really good in tournaments. So I have interest in him. Um, Siakam's priced up to 8.7 K. We haven't seen as much, um, ceiling games out of him. He's, you know, really been kind of in the 30 point range the last five games or so. So not a ton of interest for me. It's mostly Van Vliet. 
Um, Scotty Barnes is priced down to 6.7 K. So, you know, in that mid tier, he still gets strong minutes. Um, so certainly don't mind that. Um, you've got Ananobi, um, you know, he's at 6K. So, you know, in that mid-tier, that's okay. Um, so yeah, those those are probably Barnes, Ananobi, but probably the most interest in Van Vliet for me on the Raptor side. Yeah, really liked uh, Van Vliet the other night and Siakam. And like neither one of them really did anything. That Clippers game was just really slow. Um, never kind of picked up pace. Um, so, I mean, definitely a spot you could look for a bounce back from Siakam or Van Vliet or I mean, the price on Podol is getting up there. The guy that I kind of like here is OG. He's 6K. He's someone that should play 35 plus minutes where we don't have a ton of interest in like this, like mid range on the slate in general. So I think a guy like OG is really interesting for tournaments. If he just shoots the ball well, like he has upside. Um, yes. it, it just comes down to, is he shooting well? He's someone that can pick up five to you know eight rebounds. He can pick up a couple assists. But if he can get you like that 20-point game, he can go for 40 fantasy points. So OG at his price. And then on the Lakers side of things, I mean, D'Angelo Russell is 6,900. Paying attention to if they give him a minutes limit or not for this one. Um Definitely going to be watching that. Um, I think Schroeder is someone that you can still potentially look at in tournaments. But Anthony Davis, I don't want to bury the lead. Anthony Davis yeah. is a stellar play. His usage is through the roof right now. And with LeBron expected to be out still, um, I mean, I think you just keep playing Anthony Davis. I think you're exactly right. With no LeBron, AD has just been absolutely elite. 35% usage, 1.58 fantasy points per minute. Um, one of the best plays on the slate. Um, I agree, I, you know, with Russell, if he is going to get minutes and not be on a minutes limit, um, you know, great tournament option below that 7K price point. Um, and like you said, you could, you know, potentially throw Schroeder um, into the mix too, but probably, yeah, it's it's really 80 for me. Um, I, I want a lot of him, of course, and then kind of see where Russell is at. Um, Reeves has been playing well off of the bench, but, with Russell back, um, I think it kind of takes him out of the equation a little bit, but he has been a strong play um, with Russell out. Um, Malik Beasley, I suppose you could throw him in there for a decent value, but I think there's better values in there um, that we can find and have kind of talked about. Um, one of them being Ananobi, like you said, um, in that 6K range. So yeah, AD is going to be a great play for sure. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here for the weekend. Favorite play under 5,000 on DraftKings to go 7X. Who do you got today? So under five, I am going to go. Um, just because it's a revenge game, um, I'm going to go Matisse Thibel, um in that Portland game against Philadelphia. Revenge. <laughs> I'm gonna go Dayron Sharp for Brooklyn. He's 3K. I expect uh Claxton to be out again. And I really think they want to play him over Noel. So give me Sharp. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bus at the top today? My bus at the top. I just because we don't like that game environment in Cleveland and Miami. Donovan Mitchell's been doing great all year, but I just think he's gonna struggle in it. So I'm gonna say Donovan Mitchell's a bust. 
Yeah, three matchups now against Miami this season. He's averaging 34.2 fantasy points, 32 fantasy points the other night. Yep. One for seven point for three land the other night. This is a tough team. Tough team, um, tough Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to stay in the same game and I'm going to go Garland. He's 8,100. A little bit cheaper. And I would definitely think I would prefer Garland over Mitchell if I was going to play one oh. of these two guys. But either way, I'm probably not going to play either one of them. So there you I go. Uh, favorite 6X play today. Who do you got? My favorite 6X play, um, I am going to go... Let's see here. I'm going to go Jamal Murray. Um, I, just play. I knew you were going to, too. You were, <laughs> like, breaking it down. Uh, anyway, Sorry. Yeah, I just think, yeah. Again, San Antonio, just his price point, too good too good to pass up. Yeah, fantastic spot for him today. Uh, love that one. I have to rethink what I was going to say now because I was going to pick him. Um, you know what? I just don't see Atlanta slowing Porzingis down. So give me Porzingis again like against it. this team to smash again. I mean, he just crushed this team the other night. They just don't have anybody to match up with him right now. So give me Porzingis. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Let's get weird GPP play. I am going to go. Um, I'm actually going to go Michael Porter Jr. in that same game, just going against the Spurs. Um, he has shown some flashes of upside. So I'm going to go Michael Porter. I like it. I'm going to go go bear. I, Really like this spot for him, especially after what we just saw Brooke Lopez do last night. Yeah. I think this is a fantastic spot. So give me Rudy Gobert. Christy, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I'm like you. It's a it's a great slate. Six games are just uh, perfect for a Friday. And before we get out of here, just want to wish you a very happy birthday tomorrow. Hope we get some birthday magic for your birthday. It's on Saturday. So like if you're listening on Friday, it's Saturday. So have a, have a cold one for me on Saturday. Perfect. Um, come hang out and hang out in the nascar chat we'll be we'll be hanging out watching some xfinity and building some cup lineups so thank you for that i appreciate yes. it christy appreciate you being on we'll be back on monday I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend we'll be back monday talking some more hoops good luck everyone we'll see you then